0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic, and welcome everybody to episode 409 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where today it is the Chosen of Valhalla monthly member stream for my Chosen of Valhalla members. Today I am joined once again by the amazing, the beautiful, the talented Rosetta. Alan, Rosetta, how's it going?
1: <laughs> he says greetings like that. I've tried so hard to keep stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so nice. Oh, it's one of those months. Uh, I think we're all in that boat there yeah. right now.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right before the stream, the reason why I was a little late was because I, I hear the s- screams from upstairs because little baby Thor was, was having a, a bit of a meltdown before lunch. And I was like, well, that's just not fair. I can't I can't let the lady Freya have to deal with that all by her lonesome. So I had to go upstairs and and calm calm his nerves uh, because he's now he's a toddler. Right. So it's just this toddler mentality. Isn't isn't
1: he two now or about? Yeah,
0: he is. Yeah, he's uh, he's two. He turned two in October. So he's almost two and a half. So um, he,
1: he's, he's at that age that they yep. talked about in Dinosaurs where their heads are spinning and they're like, you're in the exorcist. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Pretty I much. don't know if
1: you remember that episode of Dinosaurs.
0: Oh, my goodness. I am try- I don't remember that one. I remember when he ran away. when he Baby got,
1: Sinclair but- hit the terrible twos and he turned into a demonic child
0: <laughs> trying to destroy
1: the home and everybody in it.
0: <laughs> uh, they
1: literally did it as a spoof of the exorcist.
0: Oh, I but missed that advice, one.
1: Like wallop up inside a cave to prevent it from killing people and stuff oh, like that. Oh, amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was lucky enough I was able to get the entire the entire series and at some point I'm going to want to go through it all cuz like the ones that I always remember are the ones where it's they they get like the the eggs and I forgot the name of the like dinosaur but it's 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 a delicacy and so like they're trying to protect it, tr- protect the eggs because like one of them hatches or something and then all of a sudden, like, his boss, um, you know, ends up, like, getting oh, I, a hold of it. and
1: I can't remember what they called those little yeah. creatures.
0: Shoot. Yeah. and no, uh, I, mean,
1: I, I, I was always very into dinosaurs as a kid, and I've had to kind of try to forget loving dinosaurs and the old Muppets stuff. Mm. What Kevin Clash turned into being, because that's mm. not the fault of the people who created the projects. Yeah. But sometimes I cringe every now and then hearing that
0: voice. <laughs> now, for you, when when did Land Before Time, knowing that you love dinosaurs, when did Land Before Time become too much for you?
1: <laughs> After one.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll, go one was, I'll go one to three. The first one was but cute, that's as but far then as I'll it go. just,
1: it was like by the time the second one came along, that was replaying the same jokes as the first one it was putting more and more focus on all the -the over-the-top evolution stuff and things like that by the second movie and it's like Mm -hmm. after that it just became the same thing every movie it's like what's the point yeah and the first one was cute i liked it as a kid
0: Mm -hmm. well first one's was actually you know a good film and then all the rest it's just cash grab right it's like all right let's do you know most common denominator repeat how
1: many freaking movies of it have they made actually i don't even know anymore
0: I, I know that it, I think it's over 10. Yeah, Rob D I, know in it's chat over, says, I
1: know it's over 10, but he's
0: like, didn't they make 12? I think that that, that now might I'm curious, actually so I'm
1: actually going to look this up here.
0: Yeah, it's definitely over 10. But yeah, for me, three, because I actually like the story. I forget whether it's in two or three where it's the baby sharp tooth. Like, I, I just like that, that that character. And I like I just like that story. I don't know. Like, I haven't watched those films in forever. I watched the first one a thousand times because the relationship between Petrie and Ducky. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> and what's the, when, the most recent one? Does it say?
1: <laughs> 2008 was the last thing they did with it, which is, oh, God, they also made a show.
0: Oh, wow. So that's what they just should have done. They should have just made the show and then spared everybody all of
1: the You movies. know, and the thing is, I actually didn't mind that they made a bunch of the Ice Age movies because at least they were fun. Yeah. Yeah. They don't get me wrong, some of it was corny as hell and didn't make sense, but at least they were fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. But... Rob D. does make a good point, though. Mm-hmm. It does teach us Roman numerals. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did use the Roman numerals when numbering those. It numbers. does
1: teach us what repetitive stuff makes you want <laughs> to do to your temples. It's like a dental drill.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dentist. I don't know why that's what came to my head. <laughs> But it's another great film. But thank you for joining me uh, today. It is The Chosen Stream. Unfortunately, um, as everyone knows, uh, Tina, we are still praying for Tina as she is recovering. Um, as her her eyesight continues to recover, I, I think that she's finally. I think she's mentioned this in the uh, in the Discord. She's finally, I think, got some appointments, and mm-hmm. we're we're praying that those appointments go well. That they're able to get her on a, a yeah. path to recovery to be able to keep to us see.
1: updated and keep sending our love to her. That's the best yes. I can say for everything. Because yeah. yeah, we're all going through stuff, but we got to remember each other in this time.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely.
1: Tina's Tina's our sweetheart for this community. Yes, we all need
2: her.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So to shout out to her and we're, we're still, of course, uh, you know, you know, looking to support her as, you know, whatever ways we can. Um, and I thank you for updating us uh, for with everything that's going on, Tina. Um, but also uh, to shout out uh, all the other chosen members who are not able to make it today. Mr. Roy, I saw him here earlier saying hello from work. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it's it's so hard to. <laughs> It's so hard we, to. We get, tried
1: so hard, and even yeah. the students thought they could make it today, most over this morning, going uh, something happened. I can't. They're going. Uh, yeah. um.
0: I was just like, how does this work? What about this? What about <laughs> this? And it's just like, yeah, obviously, when you're dealing with a lot of different people, different parts of the world, different points in their life, you're just gonna never gonna get a, a perfect time for everybody. But Mr. Plus, Roy,
1: winter is just usually more chaotic because yes. of both weather and medical and stuff for most people. So yeah. that doesn't necessarily help
0: yeah that's very very true um but shout out to you mr roy and and hope that work is going all right uh brian barth is also here we got j roar one two three what's going on says we are not alone amen amen absolutely uh laura also uh praying for you as well got some stuff going on uh she says can't listen but give you some watch time well thank you very much laura i appreciate that and if if things at, at all improve you know obviously feel free to to jump on we'll probably be going till about uh 1 30 2 o'clock eastern time today um because obviously as, as was mentioned a lot of things going on over this winter time uh super anime gamer what is going on uh Buck76, 76 what is going on thanks for being here uh and thank you for, for always supporting the channel and being a member on the channel. Also, Miss Minnesota Hockey fan, how about a hockey player is a member and is here as well. So thank y'all for, for being in the chat and
1: um <laughs> I'm looking at that question and I'm laughing because I tried to watch it once and I fell asleep ten minutes into it.
0: It was so boring. <laughs> Which one was that?
1: The two 2000- thousand Disney dinosaur movie that was made to look more live action
0: oh okay oh 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 that's right oh my goodness <clears throat> I think I just erased that one from my mind because I remember I had the-
1: to until I saw it mentioned it in chat it's like I don't I, <laughs> and then my brain went that's the one that put you to sleep when you were hyper remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> because yeah all I remember was the trailers for it and the terrible animation that they were <laughs>
1: i always get into with people that you know there's plenty of evidence that everything that they use to describe what dragons were were different specific species of dinosaurs we all kind of know that and that's i'm definitely more into the dragon side of dinosaurs than just straight dinosaurs because i love the Mm -hmm. mythology and all the cultures and everything that have been around it Mm -hmm. and honestly there's a lot of biblical references to dragons and standing against the dragon and the serpent and stuff. So there's that too. I mean,
0: yeah. So that th-
1: I like the dragon side of it a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, I-, I think it is interesting to, to always see these references made and to think about what, what would that have been for them? Right? Like what would the, the references that we see, whether it's in, you know, something as ancient as as cave paintings, or whether it's just the actual word for dragon, you know, and, and what that would me- that w- what that would have meant for the people at the time.
1: I blame Mel Brooks for that when you said cave paintings. I instantly thought of the art critic in the history of the world.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, what are your <laughs> thoughts about this sequel that's coming?
1: I'm um, considering that Mel. Brooks has pretty much openly said he's trying to make it offensive to screw with the easily offended culture today. Yeah, I can't wait to see if he actually gets to success and so they don't shut down half of the stuff he does.
0: I know, right? Because <laughs> um, I remember when the 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 initial announcement had had come out, and one of the things that had concerned me was the fact that it was. Let me see if I can. Uh, yeah, the fact that Wanda Sykes was was in the film, and i I think she is one of the writers on the film too
1: well the thing is that her personal life she tends to be very woke, but most of her characters she's played are pretty not woke they're pretty just offensive humor and off over the top so yeah it's one of those where it could still be good it could not depending on how she goes into that yeah. because I've seen her be really funny and not care about offending people but I've also seen her be whiny as hell so i'm not sure which way it's gonna go and if if he can get her to say screw feelings let's go for comedy Mm
0: -hmm. i
1: think she can do okay
0: oh yeah no that's actually a very good point because it's it's i remember when this was first announced months ago um bringing up those concerns because of her you know her politics and her you know very openness in her sets and stuff but Mm -hmm. i've also people were saying oh but don't forget right that there's all these other things that she has done. Right. And so, you know, it's kind of like that, you know, sometimes it's hard and we've, we've talked about this a lot, you know, from different perspectives, right. Separating art from the artist, right. That, that sometimes it's harder to do, but then also even within the art itself, sometimes there's such variables and such variation to it. Um, that it, it sometimes, again, we, we have to also sometimes be able to separate art from one time versus art from another time too. And, um, because yeah i mean people made some pretty good points i think uh talking about uh, her involvement but yeah this article here there's these are the the first images so there's going to be something with hockey i have a feeling that was that going to make fun of canadians i guess um oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you see this image but it's it's women's surfboarding and the name given is the crimson wave
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: well that, that mel is, brooks a concern, is, is clearly uh, i
1: mean he is 96 yeah. he is 96 <laughs> oh, he'll that, be 97 in a few months
0: uh, <laughs> and he still doesn't
1: care and he's still offending people that's awesome oh, it's great. i mean
0: <laughs> i know seriously the man is a
1: legend in so many ways i mean i
0: he's his god you know happen.
1: you know you know my obsession with mel brooks i'm sorry oh, absolutely. everybody who knows me knows it um <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Well, I, I, I like how he's clearly, he's got his representation in the film uh, with putts mates. That's funny. Um, oh boy, what in the world? I was
1: going through a bunch of the behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff that was recorded years ago with um, Wilder and Mel Brooks about when they first did producers when he was starting as a director. Mm. And he actually said that the character um, for Bialystock was Actually based on his first boss.
2: Oh. And that
1: all that stuff about how he was manipulating old women and stuff was true about his first boss. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they're watching like, well, that adds a dark twist to that movie. Oh, for
0: sure. (laughs) You're just like, oh, this is based on a real person. (laughs) Ew. Holy crap, right? (laughs)
1: I And I tried not to judge too much, but I mean, it mean, was what it was while I was working for him. There were a lot of little, little women who visited him and always were giving him checks filled out to cash when they left. And it's, and he said this in the interview and I'm like, Oh boy. Oh my God. This was real. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: this is real life. This is real life. Danger, danger.
1: <laughs> there were things he said, like, you know, He wanted the entire movie to be called springtime, but they wouldn't let him.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Wow.
1: Because it was too offensive. And the reason his voice is dubbed in is because they didn't want him to play the part of the guy who says, come join the, because they want the Jewish man saying that. So he actually dubbed it in and stuck it in last minute as they're sending it off for production.
0: Now, when you say they wouldn't let him. Were the people that wouldn't let him, the producers? The
1: the studios that were controlling all the stuff, the ones who'd run the censorship on the movies and stuff for producers and directors and stuff. There were things he wasn't supposed to do because it's too offensive. And one of them was having the Jewish man actually be the one to say, come join the party oh uh, okay that's why he said he dubbed that in was last minute so that he could still say it and do that offensive part and not be cut out See, <laughs> so I, he literally said he literally sent it in last second oh, so they couldn't change it on him
0: what a legend uh but <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm sitting there going, and, and they hired him again for other movies
0: well, because I mean, it was successful, right? I mean, that's ultimately people like that content, right? Because mm-hmm. it allows escapism. It makes fun of everybody and and people genuinely, even today, you know, still very much like that kind of content. Although it's I, the mob you know, mentality that doesn't, but.
1: And the, the remake was hit or miss to people. There were good things about it, but it was done because he was working with the crew to make it into a full theater production. So they were adding a lot of music and other story mm-hmm. points to make it a theater show. And that's why they did the remake movie and, but he was still a part of the project, even if he wasn't the main producer, you can still feel him in it. Yeah. So I was okay with that, even though I'm sorry.
2: Well, it was based on the Broadway show.
0: And, yeah. And, and the Broadway show was was him. So yeah. Um, I think that's why you ultimately do – because, yeah, there's definitely uh, – there were some bad uh, casting choices. Nathan, for sure. Nathan
1: Lane played Zero's character for Bialy Stock a lot better than um, Broderick played Wilder's. I'll just say it that way. Yeah the musical part and the heavy emotion freak out, panic attacks that Wilder did Broderick couldn't hit, but most of the character he did. Okay.
0: Yeah. He brought his own spin to it. I think that's like the way to kind of like accept that one is that he, he's clearly not Wilder. So, so it's like, yeah, he's not that character. He's not that person. So fully
1: be him. I think also part of what made Wilder so memorable in that movie was actually the scene where he had to break down when his blanket was touched. Mm-hmm. That wasn't acted. That was not in the script. Oh wow! That, that was in the behind the scenes actually talked about. It. He was that guy with those social anxieties. And when blanket got grabbed, when they're just trying to act, he was clinging to it because it was his connection to his dying dog at that time.
2: And he actually
1: did freak out on set. And then after the fact, when they looked at the footage of it, he said, leave it in. It's actually entertaining. (laughs) 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 It's like, oh.
0: Did he mention that? Was that because I know he before he passed, he wrote a book. Was that in I, like the book he wrote? I haven't
1: read that book in a while, but that was actually – he actually said that directly in this interview with him and Mel Brooks. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. So, okay. I
1: mean, it, it, he said it directly that, that that was not acted. He was he actually literally freaked out on them. He said that he had almost no social graces and hated – the few acting jobs he did, he was scared to death to say anything or do anything. Yeah. And he, he said literally Bloom beca- was created mostly off of him, off of his own anxieties.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and then you think of that was him at the start of his career and partly because of how much Mel Brooks helped him and was there for him look at how outgoing and fun and crazy he was at the end of his life even when he was hiding his medical issues he wasn't the same scared person anymore he Mm -hmm. grew so much and that to me is actually one of the great things about it Yeah, that through all the comedy they actually helped somebody grow past their pain
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely um i mean and that's i think that's what makes him such a a brilliant filmmaker but i was going to say before about the mentioning of people stopping him from from doing what he wanted to do in in the producers part of me wondered i i wonder if like if it was the producers that had done the decision because it would be funny if the original name was supposed to be the springtime but then because they wouldn't let him he said okay we'll just call it the producers well like i'll name it after you like if it was if it had been the producers that had like cut him back because i think that would have actually been a, a
1: that I'm really not a hundred percent.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I know. Um,
0: no, what there's... you said made sense with it being the studios um, mm-hmm. instead. Where
1: Well it's like there's scenes that I know were taken out because I I get heavily into the behind the scenes on the stuff he does, mm-hmm. and there's things that get cut out of most of his movies, and things I'm surprised they let him get away with on some of them, especially the trailers for Spaceballs that were actually played in the theaters. Oh my goodness. I'm really surprised he got away with what with one of them, especially where he was doing the whole little rotating intro of the movie title, and it pops up and comes up at just the word "space." And all of a sudden he steps out, and all the producer looks up at space, just space. Where the hell am I?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, and this was one that was played in the theaters, and it's like, oh my goodness. I don't know
0: oh why goodness. this just popped into my head, but I feel that these two directors are actually closely connected just in very different genres. In a way, Mel Brooks is to comedy as Alfred Hitchcock was to thrillers.
1: In in a lot of ways because they both revolutionized the culture to and
0: said screw you to to like the demands of and-
1: it, it's really funny in that because Mel Brooks did do a movie that was specifically designed to spoof all the different Hitchcock stories and movies. Mm-hmm. That was High Anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, oh, I love High Anxiety. It's one of my favorites. And it's one that less people know about. Um, but it's really kind of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have it. I have his the, the set they released of him, the, of the Mel Brooks collection. And that's that's one of the films of his that I still, I still need to see.
1: To be, you also need to see because it's actually mm-hmm. quite serious, which is, like, unheard of for him. Oh, yeah. And that one actually deals with the persecution of theater culture, media, and gay people in Germany in the 40s. Oh, wow. So it's actually quite dark. It's actually quite serious, though, and mm. quite relevantly accurate to a lot of the stuff that did happen in that era.
0: Dang. I so, never knew he did a drama. That's a <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it, there's still moments that are Mel Brooks off the wall stuff because you mm-hmm. have to have a little of that, but it's actually quite serious. Yeah, and it kind of surprised me when I saw that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like sure. watching,
1: going, like, "Wow!" <laughs> and the fact that it came out the year I was born. I don't know what that adds to it, but it does to be kind of makes it's a
0: connection. <laughs> you know, you're like I'm connected more to this film because.
1: <laughs> and I mean. I remember watching all this stuff. I remember my brothers getting in trouble for playing space balls with me in the room when I was six, but I sat there laughing through most of it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back I in the remember day when that was a PG film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, remember, they claimed Airplane was, too, and there was plenty of um, stuff that didn't belong. There. They claimed Airplane 2 was, and how many gratuitous scenes of naked chess were in the Airplane <laughs> 2. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, the error system, obviously, or the uh, the rating system has obviously changed. Quite yeah, a bit. It,
1: it did need to. I'm sorry. I'm not a big oh, fan yeah. of censorship, but I do believe actually rating things is just letting people know ahead of time to choose for themselves is actually a decent way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, silent movies. Awesome for the fact that the only person who says anything in the entire movie is a mime.
0: <laughs> I will say that that's one film I couldn't get into i've tried i, it, I watched it, it you
1: have to you have to be able to pay, watch and pay attention focus well it is hard with attention issues and hyperactivity yeah. it took me a few times trying to actually be able to sit through and watch it but it is a good movie mm-hmm. it's just hard for me to do
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely I uh, miss minnesota hockey fan had mentioned this earlier but no we were we were talking about dragons so that that was what we were had have been talking about because yeah the word dinosaur that makes sense that that would not have been something that developed until later on. But the word dragon, that one, the concept of dragons, serpents, right? There's mm-hmm. always been some type of language description of them. Um, And obviously, like, we could find it deep within Christianity, deep within Judaism and, and other religions, too. But it's just interesting, like, what that would have been like and what that would have been perceived to be. That's what we were uh, talking about. So,
1: Ironically... Okay, part of what created my massive obsession with dragons came from watching the first Dragonheart with Connery. I'll okay. be honest. But um, ironically, actually, one of my favorite songs when I was younger was actually Code of Ethics, Chasing the Dragon. And I don't know if you know it.
0: So which one, Chasing the like, talking about Dragonheart? Ethics. Oh, what's it called?
1: It's a song. It's a song by Code of Ethics, Chasing the Dragon. Code of Ethics was a Christian rock no. metal band that I listened to a lot growing up. So oh, I
0: didn't know them. Yeah, I... I never, I was never, I um, I was never one for there was, tr-
1: there was an interesting one where it was a concert we went to that was them, uh, Audio Adrenaline, and Newsboys together. Okay. And at the end of the concert, all three of them went out on stage together and performed a version of If You're Happy and You Know It to Bang Your Head with heavy metal riffs.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> It, That's it, was, it was
1: an interesting concert. I'll just put it that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely sounds like it. Yeah, but I remember, love
1: for... I, I, decades later, I still remember that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of love for Mel Brooks, of course, in, in the chat. Someone had mentioned, uh, you know, you know, yeah, obviously Mel Brooks. We, we, we pray that he, you know, lives as long a life as 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 he is deemed to live. And he's able to see this. This, I think you not, know, <laughs> <shut up. laughs> It's a kitty. Oh, it's a kitty doing a meowing. Um but they're and, not supposed uh,
1: to go into heat when they're fixed. So why do both of mine still do it?
0: <laughs> well, I asked that question whenever I you know, I have two I have two lady dogs and they um are ladies, and yet both of them will try to, you know, hump one another to show dominance, right? But it's just like some things are just ingrained, I guess, within them. So even after they've been spayed, they... Uh... It,
1: it is. Um, With female cats, it is less than 1% that still have a heat cycle after getting fixed. And both of my wow. cats do it.
0: Oh, my god! So goodness. it's like
1: crying out loud. I can't get a break with these two.
0: You So you had the one in a million chance, and you won. <laughs> Think of I it as mean, a victory.
1: It's weird with Athena anyways, because she literally has the feline version of my PCOS... Type i have
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we've actually had to have her get surgeries to remove cysts from all mm. over including one that grew into her eyelid and eyebrow and behind her eye so i mean she has to be as weird and as hard to care for medically as i am she has to be yeah. just because but it, it, she's worth it and no animal deserves to go through what she went through in her first years so i just wanted to have a long happy life past that you know yeah
0: uh, Gary Banjo, I actually don't know that first one, Kyo and Kyoto from the Maiko House. So um, I don't have any frame of reference for that. Dan Crane is a member. Hail to you! Thanks for being here. Thank you very much for those for those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, Kakao Cookies Minions just jumped into the chat as well. Thank you all for for being here today. Um, so I do have pulled up. Uh, speaking of cats, I got got I got this pulled up.
1: Ah, uh, my bobcat. Yeah. I actually have found his cave. Okay. So I've been watching it off and on for him when... I haven't managed to get more pictures of him, but I've found the evidence of his kills and stuff. He's dragged into the cave, and for so that was definitely his and other stuff, so... Yeah. I found his cave, because it's, like, really, really close to where I took those pictures, and if you actually look at the rock face there, where he was sitting there watching is actually yeah. the lookout point from where the cave is.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So I, I may be able to get more of him, depending on if he's being yeah. jumpy or not but yeah it, it, i found the cave that he came from so
0: wow cute little kitty little kitty yeah, yeah no not little kitty.
1: <laughs> i'm about 30 pound kitty
0: I mean, is this the same area where you saw the kitty oh
1: let me see which one
0: that
1: is um i think that's near there okay Not quite the same place, but near it. Okay. It's all part of Wildlife Loop area.
0: (laughs) Okay. And then these were the ones that you just sent recently, which I know that you you took back in 2021, but beautiful.
1: Well, a lot of these things I never got to finish. They've been sitting unfinished in folders because things were happening so much the last couple of years. I've started, you know, to be brightened because it's the middle of the evening or dark or other stuff going on when I take them. So the image is all clear, but it's too dark. So I run it through a basic brightening program and then you get this stuff popping out of it. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's all there. It just needs slightly brighter, you know,
0: but it looks beautiful though. Look fantastic. But I just kidding. I just can't get it. You can actually
1: see it's had a fight because you can see the scar on the nose tip.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh my goodness. Hi,
1: Athena. What are you caterwauling for?
0: <laughs> Athena's like, wait, what you talking about? Another kitty? How dare she you? She just talk walked her over here and
1: smacked me in the foot. And when I said, <laughs> "What are you caterwauling for?" she rubbed on my toes.
0: <laughs> she's, she's going I know you're looking at another kitty. That's not me. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, over, on out loud. <laughs> yeah, over on Odyssey, Over on Odyssey Two View, and uh, Bianca fights the zombies. Uh, hail to y'all. Apparently, Bianca, Bianca was unsubbed by YouTube. That's that's stupid. Sorry to hear that. Uh, and TV says, Mel Brooks and whatever he was or produced were fun and still classics to this day. Very I true. I mean, even
1: his worst movie to me is still Dracula Dead and Loving It. And I'd still watch that over most of the modern stuff.
0: Yeah. I think his worst project is actually one of the more modern ones, which is why I do have a bit more concern because he was, I believe he was pretty heavily involved in the Broadway edition of Spamalot, um, which obviously is Holy Grail. But I was not a big fan of the stage edition of the show.
1: I He he, he was involved in some of it. It wasn't as heavily as they say. I've kind of mixed review on it myself. I get where they were going, but some of it didn't deliver. But, but I mean, it, David had... Pierce in them i like a lot of the people that were involved in it and i think it's just because it just wasn't the perfect show for b- making as a musical myself
0: okay yeah i yeah i just for me the uh oh wait i don't even know why i'm mentioning i don't know why i'm mentioning mel brooks that's not a mel brooks thing that's a no <laughs> that that's a sorry that's a monty python thing it
2: is
1: actually
0: <laughs> that's but, my bad okay, a lot of these that guys totally a lot my of bad. these
1: guys um
0: it still holds true, eat, but it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it, oh, no, I know. Not, I'm thinking of not, no.
0: I'm of Young you Frankenstein. I, I knew he did a Broadway rendition of one of his things. It was Young Frankenstein. That's the one so, that I was. Yeah. A big to fan
1: be of. fair, um, with a lot of it, the Broadway shows. While he's a part of it, he's not as involved in them as he was back when he was doing the movies and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's more he gives them some context, and they're free to run with it from there, kind of thing.
0: Well. Mm, well, I, for this one, he did apparently he did the he did all because he did all the music and lyrics. And he worked on the book as well, Which, to be fair, with, music
1: and lyrics was never his strong suit. Yeah, there were some good songs and stuff, but most of the songs that really were memorable in most of his movies were not ones that he wrote, mm-hmm. you know, and that's nothing against him. Everyone knows me. Mel Brooks, love, love addict, but he was better at the sharp humor and really just honing in and bringing other people's talents together. Yeah. And I think the th- problem most of his musicals have had is that he yet yeah, he's involved and he does some work, but he can't do as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. And so there's more control of, uh, from other people. And so it doesn't always combine and interact with it, each other as much because mm-hmm. he was better at tying everything together and making it make sense
0: yeah because um ultimately when you have the the writers of the music and everything like that that is a big part of it but then ultimately there is uh, there has to be a director right um and the directors will sometimes do whatever they want um with it so yeah so apparently let's see it says uh, it was directed and choreographed by susan stroman um, who had done theater productions like the producers, so had 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 actually done a, a Mel Brooks show before mm-hmm. uh, that had been uh, adapted. But yeah, it's interesting
1: but to your comment on the other one, even though it was his. Yeah. Although, again, the guys from Monty Python and Mel Brooks did interact and talk to each other a lot about their projects. That's kind of known. Um, there is somebody from that cast though that did end up going pretty weak and woke in the last date, and I'm not even sure it's not cause he's not mentally all there anymore from some of the way he acts but that's eric mm. idol
0: oh okay so,
1: cleese hasn't cleese still goes out there and offends people routinely oh, yeah. even on twitter and stuff it's really hilarious actually yeah. um but idol kind of did
2: mm-hmm. so
1: and which drives me nuts because one of my favorite movies from the 90s was splitting airs which was written and starring eric idol oh wow with rick moranis <laughs> so
0: that's so interesting too, because like <laughs> i I've heard and seen post dealing with um uh Cleese, but I've really not I've not seen as much attention being put to he has idol.
1: pulled away from people a lot after he got called out on some of his more ridiculous statements a few years ago. So I don't know if he was all there or if the people around him told him, "Look, you are not stable. Let's not do the social stuff anymore."
0: Yeah,
1: but the comments I saw from him basically from around time I got married to a few years ago, almost felt almost like dementia and bipolar in one. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why when I say it, I say it kind of, yeah, he has some woke moments, but I don't want to criticize him or hate on him because I think part of it's old age. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be bashing on somebody for having issues when they get old.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh no, absolutely, right? Cuz there's only so much that one can really have control over or influence yeah. of as as one as one goes older. Um
1: I don't know sure. if you ever saw Splitting Ears.
0: I did not know.
1: Oh, come on, now you're lacking on a 90s movie.
0: Well, I mean, you know, still not as bad as my lack of 80s knowledge. Uh, so,
1: duh. but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was trying to get you to say it yourself so thank you
0: (laughs) you're welcome of course i will um, always call myself out out for
1: i believe it came out in 93 though it is um cleese is in it and oh my god cleese's character is psycho um idol is the main star and it's got like barbara hershey rick moranis uh zeta jones all these others in it and it is really twisted but it's funny (laughs)
0: Uh, let me try and see if i can oh okay yeah because at first i was like i was like splitting splitting hair is like airs oh as yeah it, air yeah that's, yeah as soon as i was as i was pulling it out like this i was <laughs> look rick Rick Brandis is a baby that's great
1: <laughs> a lot of that art makes more sense if you actually see the movie actually
0: oh i bet oh my goodness
1: it's one of those that didn't hit well with critics and stuff and didn't get a lot of love, but it's really funny and I think it's really underrated for what it is.
0: Oh, yeah, I only made $5 million at the box office. Unadjusted I, I don't remember, unadjusted. I don't
1: remember ever seeing it advertised anywhere. Yeah. I found it years later. And so I think the biggest problem it had was nobody knew it existed.
0: Yeah, yeah well you know not that it matters much but 8% of Rotten Tomatoes based on 13 reviews but Roger Ebert uh, gave the film a mixed review believed much of the humor was lost on American audiences while Hershey's performance was the film's highlight Idol and Moranis should have switched roles is what he said no
1: I think they were good where they were Hmm. I will say Hershey's performance definitely was very memorable and holy crap was she playing a stereotypical 60's hippie slut Uh, (laughs) oh god yes Oh God, yes. Oh, she was bad. But... Oh, <laughs> it it was the it was the comical bad. It was it, her character was intentionally bad to make you cringe. Mm, okay. And it was she played it beautifully. Uh... <laughs> at one point looking at it go, You remind me of my husband. And I will put the joke in private for a reason here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Brian Bart uh brian barth that saw the menu interesting movie yeah i mean i thought it was i thought it was incredibly interesting and that's one of the reasons why it's it's in my top list and it almost it almost beat out top gun maverick it almost was my number one film um and uh <laughs> I, I okay okay yeah uh, do you see
1: now why i said um
0: yes yeah rosetta shared the jokes with me in one of the it, um, lines of the um,
1: But the whole basically plot of it is is she's this um, very promiscuous kind of a bit of a gold digger who ends up in one of the Aristotle families in England and in a drunken party that her and her husband had when right after her baby was born, they lose the baby, which ends up being intentionally replaced by somebody else. And so yeah, it's kind of really twisted and messed up.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah, ba- based on all right, that makes yeah. a little bit more sense. Duke or alien, the poster real air switched at birth. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. So you have the English and then you have Rick Moranis who's I guess playing an American and so An American
1: um kind of okay. his character basically is He's the one being raised by the royal family, by the sem- pseudo-royal family. Canadian. Uh, not in this one. Okay. Um, he's the one be- that was raised by her and the father okay. throughout this. And
0: Does he pull off a English accent? <laughs> he.
1: They didn't try to. They had oh. it that he was basically, she knew it wasn't her baby, so she didn't want to get close to him. So she sent him off to boarding schools as soon as he was old enough in America.
0: Uh, okay, okay
1: so they okay. just basically said he was he was educated over here
0: <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely and yeah Brian Bart's like only only Roger Ebert can have a judgment well I mean yes and no I, I mean I obviously appreciate Roger Ebert you know for for what he was for for movie reviews in general but you know he definitely I often disagree yeah. with him also oh yeah disagreed with oh him. yeah absolutely but you know he did he at least you know tried to stick to his guns and and typically he is like kind of like that last part of 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 an old dead era right of film critics where at least when he would leave his criticisms he would focus on like different you know objective qualities of the film or something like that like he wouldn't he wouldn't turn it into a time to like preach to you, uh, typically. You know, No, he, he,
1: they weren't over the top of political agendas in their reviews, which you have to appreciate.
0: Yeah. And, because and, and today... It's an old it, art, you know? Yeah,
1: today the reviews are all about, do we agree with the message? It's like, it shouldn't be about that. It should be about, did the message come across clearly? Was it well made? There's plenty of books and stories and stuff I've read that I completely agree with. Yeah, I read them. I'll, if you go into my library at home, I'll read things from anybody, including known charlatans, fakes, crazy, this other stuff, anything. Because I want to know everybody's argument and viewpoint. Because it's the only way to actually have an argument against it. Yeah. So you'll ha- find everything from freaking things from everyone from Sanger and Bernard Shaw to freaking Bakers and Stalin and stuff in my library.
0: Yeah. That I've oh, yeah, because you, and you have to know their mindset to be able to recognize it in other places, you know?
1: Yeah. and see, I, So I try to tell people, censorship is the death of knowledge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how offensive somebody is. It doesn't matter how much of a monster they were. If you censor what they said, you can't learn from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why... i you're never going to learn. They, when they were, you started to announce censoring books that, that kids read in school because it features certain language from a certain time. It's like, but that's why they need to see it. That's why they need to read it so that they can understand the, the mindset of the people of that time frame. because otherwise they're never going to know. And, and so, and,
1: and it's a balance because I've heard people get offended. Well, they're censoring this. Look, this book's not be allowed in school libraries. It's like, well, that book is adult content. It shouldn't be in school libraries. There is a difference between don't censor the past and remove educational stuff to read. Yeah versus, okay, things that have a lot of swe- very adult swearing sexual content and stuff don't belong in kids' libraries. Oh, no. I, I had a problem with the fact that a lot of junior high schools were having girls read and research and do reports on Maya Angelou, not because I had a problem with her writing what she did because it was about her real-life story, but because her real-life story was hell. Yeah. And it was dark and horrible sexual stuff that was done to her as a kid. No kid should have to read that.
0: No. yeah. There's a, there's a difference between having overt, you know, because this is something that I know has been mentioned a lot by, mm-hmm. you know, by Tim Poole, who who always brings up one of these books that has made it in, into a lot of these, like, again, grammar schools where it's mm-hmm. well beyond, well above. But it's, again, there's a difference between, you know, censoring content because as you said, like trying to erase the past or just trying to cancel something versus uh, not even – I wouldn't even call it censoring, right? Rather, you know, uh, curating libraries with content appropriate to the age of the person, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to be a certain age to be able to understand Certain concepts and to understand certain things. So it's yeah. not that you're saying, no, you can't have this at all. It's saying, again, just based, and it, this is the reason why it can't just ultimately be made. It can't be a decision made by one person, right? It has to be something made by the community it, 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 and so by the parents. It also means right?
1: the parents have to be involved absolutely. in that decision because some yeah. kids are mentally and physically and emotionally mature enough to read more adult stuff and learn yeah. about that part of the world. Some kids aren't. I was reading everything from lord of the rings to war and peace to kill a mockingbird and every and shakespeare mm-hmm. and everything when i was like seven to ten years old but yeah. i'm not a normal child i was not a normal <laughs> child in any stretch yeah. so i mean my brother taught me to read with shakespearean poetry i was basically rigged to come out weird and nerdy i mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah no, that's so, absolutely right right the parents context. have to have a role in context and uh, again, that 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 fun word that I like to bring up, but it's so it's so true and important, right? The nuance you have to be able to break things down and, and to better understand them within the historical context within the cultural context of when they are, because that's another aspect of it as well, right? For some cultures, right, there are certain things that are not going to be nearly as prevalent as, as with others, you know? And so it's why it's so important, right? Parents involved. And, you know, as you mentioned, right, not all kids are, are going to be the same. And that's where parents my, who do have kids, you know, parents that, do, to... parents that do have, you know, mm-hmm. parents that do have kids that are able to handle you know, older stuff. They have every right as the parent to be able to introduce it, but as the the school, they have to go based on the average.
1: Yeah. See, that was one of the things that was interesting because my sister ha- is intelligent in her own right, and she she graduated early, all that stuff. Nothing against her. She did not have the emotional growth I did. She was not allowed to read a lot of stuff as at the same time I was. It was like a year or two later she was allowed to dip into that stuff, and she's older than me by a couple of years. Because Mom understood which one of us would have more of an emotional reaction to things, and which one of us would possibly have nightmares or freakouts from it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and which one of us would actually absorb it and learn it, yeah, and so i and you talk to people they're like, well, that's not fair, it's like it wasn't about fair, or unfair, it was about what was safest and best for each kid mm-hmm. and this is something people have to get over, and this goes to teenagers always to, well, this person was allowed to do this, it's like well rules shouldn't be just universal for every kid because mm-hmm. every kid has different needs that's yes. fact
0: and every kid and, can handle different things differently you know
1: and every parent should be aware of exactly what their kid has going on mentally emotionally physically they should be aware of what's safest for them what isn't safe for them and the rules should be set accordingly
0: yep absolutely and that's ultimately what we're seeing in our culture is the downfall of of families you know and the downfall of you know the strong family culture and family values um and that uh, that is leaving kind of this opening to where you have these these schools and these teachers and these other you know people trying to fill this role right this void that's there um and it's I think leading to a lot of problems
1: yeah and yeah. it's weird how we went from Mel Brooks to this but that's us yeah. when we talk we kind of bounce all over the place
0: <laughs> but it's still relevant right as far as just what mm-hmm. he did in in films right and and what he was not afraid to do in films i think i think it's a logical say well again
1: my mom <laughs> adored mel brooks stuff still does she was always trying to get us to see things he did and watch things he did we watched get smart as kids and she talked about his part and making that and creating it and all that it was always in mel brooks house but my mom still got angry at my brothers for watching certain movies with me when I was too young that were his Mm -hmm. because there was still age appropriateness involved in it and that's always got to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and I mean my dad wasn't great with age appropriate with me He I watched way too many mobsters when I was like nine to 13 years old because nobody else in the family liked him and would watch him so he'd watch with me And I don't like him now. (laughs) It was dad time. So I just sat there and went, Ooh, I'm not allowed to say those words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's that special time, right? It's that. Yeah. It's that Those moments that you're not gonna, you're not. But then again,
1: grandma was not good at that either. And she had a tendency to just watch horror movies around everyone with the kids in the house or not. And that was back even back when my dad was a kid. So I don't think he ever quite got the age appropriate thing either. So yeah. (coughs) sorry
0: that's okay you're you're all right
1: this weather i sort of screws me really bad um and it's actually quite good outside right now
0: is that (laughs) snowing Mm -hmm. oh nice
1: it's been like the most bipolar winter i can remember it's like one day it's like 60 and everything's melted and the next day it's like negative 30 and snowing (laughs) and it's like back and forth the last like month and a half it's like
0: Oh like, yeah, it started see, it's with that.
1: Temperature, you
0: know? I know, right? It started with that really big dip in the jet stream, right? That brought all that, you know, frigid cold air down and then had storms attached to it as well. And then like ever since then, every week or two, uh, there's been some new system that's been coming through causing causing havoc.
1: But I, I mean it's just it's crazy.
0: Yeah, because I've been following this it's a YouTube channel. I think his name it's Michael, is it Michael Hall, y'all May, might be his channel name. Uh, But he covers weather. He's basically a YouTuber. He's a YouTube weatherman. Um, And I I appreciate very much just his whole whole shtick. And he's been covering all the storms, been giving warnings, going through the models, right? So essentially going through what your typical meteorologist would go through. But doing it in a way that I think is just a bit more, just something a bit more that I could appreciate. Because instead of it just being... Someone talking to you for like two minutes, just, you know, looking at a green screen. He's instead of breaking down the models, like showing you where he's getting his information, uh, you know, what he expects is going to happen and everything like. And it's it's been pretty good. He's been having some pretty good coverage of it. So if you like weather, Michael Hall, y'all, I think does a good job of, uh, of covering it.
1: Interesting one.
0: Absolutely. Because we keep
1: talking about it, I'm looking at some of the information on the history of the world. Do oh yeah. I I
0: don't
1: know. There's some weird actors in this, and some I have no idea who the hell they are. Yeah. So this could be interesting. Looking at those
0: pictures, I was like, okay, some of these people I recognize and, and have potential, but yeah, it, it's going to be a lot of I Don't,
1: but that again, Mel Brooks always liked to be the person to discover people who were hidden talents, so. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's a lot of them that seem to have almost no credits to them doesn't necessarily surprise me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Brian Barth had mentioned Robert Eggers is remaking Nosferatu. Um, I've actually never seen the original Nosferatu, so I don't have as much of a of a connection with 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 that one. But if anyone could remake it, I think Robert Eggers probably is is right now the only person in Hollywood that probably could do it any justice. Um, not that it needs to be remade, but again, anyone who's going to. I think that he would – because he has uh, he has that weird factor, right? He's got that weird factor in, you know, whether it's in The Northman, which is probably his most mainstream film so far. And I know a lot of people that, have been, that were really big fans of it. But just looking at what he did with that, what he did with Witch, what he did with The Lighthouse, I think that that's kind of right up his alley to be able to to, to take care of a project like that. Um Let's see, uh, J.S. Pena in the chat. What is going on? Father Luca, what's going on, Father? Have a blessed Saturday to you as well. Blessed feast of St. Peter Nolasco. Also commemoration for St. Agnes as well. So, shout out to you, Father Luca.
2: Hey, Luca.
0: Yes. Let me see.
1: I think, by the way, I this yeah, morning I just... it's actually an elk herd running through the snow last night. Because it was just starting to snow, and so they were all, like, migrating across all the roads. So it was, like, a couple miles apart, two times, they had to pretty much stop for a while because there were massive elk herds crossing the road and running around, so...
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at them. It was
1: just starting to snow, and they were all heading off into the trees to get away from the main areas. They were like, run away! (laughs) Get away from snow. That's what they do. It starts snowing. They go into the trees, and they huddle together under the trees where there's less snow. That's smart. But yeah, that was recorded last night about 4.35 p.m.
0: Nice. And now it's it's like, is it like blizzarding snow right now, or?
1: It's much more snow than that, and the ground's white now.
0: Oh, (laughs) that's...
1: So it's been up and down. It's like really, really deep snow and then melts and then really deep snow and melts. It.
0: Oh, OK. I really uh, I wish we were getting that kind of snow like we it's so sad because we did a um, we 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 did a trip. And as we were hitting the road to uh, we're, we were going to Virginia and as, as for our family trip for christmas and as like literally as we left the day we left it snowed here and it was like that it was just enough snow to have coverage and cover our <laughs> uh cover our cars and everything and we were just so upset because we we're like oh the first snow that we got, we've got we've gotten like a couple of years that's been like that
1: yeah and, uh, I, i'm sorry i'm laughing by the way i just yeah, like, don't worry got? Athena finally stopped whiting she passed out with her head Crushed into the oh. recliner here from wear yourself out caterwauling.
0: Oh, <laughs> so there's the picture. Oh, you let me see. <laughs> oh, That's why I was goodness. laughing. She
1: just passed out. She's like, bunk.
0: <laughs> let me go ahead and pull this up. <laughs> That's why I was
1: laughing. She's like out cold. Oh,
0: sleepy kitty. <laughs> she's funny oh let's see father luca says i can send you some snow from innsbruck uh it will take a while until it reaches you yeah it's gonna melt by the time it gets to me um but i appreciate the sentiment still father luca but oh i sleepy kitty just like (laughs) i'm out
1: Athena makes me giggle i I love my kitty girls i really do
0: we 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 don't deserve the pets that we have.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think I might be cursed with Orny because yeah, she's really affectionate at times, but oh, uh, that cat's a troublemaker.
0: <laughs> and then there's her
1: affection is really missing the mark sometimes. I got almost no sleep last night because every like five minutes I was waking up to her rubbing and purring all over me. <laughs>
0: And I, I mean, and then obviously I that's her annoying, up, like, you're
1: but go like this, and she'd be, like dead weight in my arms and then start whimpering and rubbing on me oh. and grabbing my shirt. Like, no, please. I love you.
0: What <laughs> would she do? Like the very pitiful, like meow.
1: Oh, and she does it where she actually, if she's trying to get sympathy, she'll actually try to make her voice sound really weak and hoarse. And she'll do it intentionally and try to sucker me out of like milk and drinks that she wants. I'll go, I'm not buying it. Meow like you can. And she'll all of a sudden meow full volume with a moist throat. It's like, you little faker. Because <laughs> like as, I, as so I'm like pouring it. a glass of milk for my mom, all of a sudden she'll be at my feet and she'll sell like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Yeah. And storm off. And, <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> and while you're dealing with that, I'm dealing with uh, these these pups right here. Let see if I can get them opened up Mm. let's see which ones do i have open
1: i've got ornery in a recliner in front of me and athena in a recliner beside me and they're both watching me as they sleep
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man! i need to get this last one
1: animals are funny i swear
0: animals are just ah there's they're so they're so good all right now nah, let's go ahead and so this is what's on, this was going on in my house so that's right behind me ah uh, just mean. passed out right <laughs> and then there's there's little willow just just in her little Aww. ball on her bed and then river as usual sensing that i'm taking photographs is like oh oh hi let me let me just roll I, my back. I have to show the you the cute. one I took
1: the other night, actually, of Ormary, because it's like she's trying to look like she's all cute and sleepy, but you can literally see her eyes are like bugged out, spastic, hyperactive.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: so she's like, you can tell it's a fake pose for attention, and yeah. it's really funny because of that. <laughs> one sec here. I was editing a bunch of stuff last night, so I have to scroll down a ways to get to it.
0: Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's like super funny to me because you could so see that she's faking it. It's like the whole body, the whole pose all looks like that half-asleep curled <laughs> kitty. And
0: then
1: you see the eyes.
0: Uh, oh, that was a, that was the first thing I saw, actually. <laughs> Those
1: eyes tell you it's all fake.
0: I know. So is quickly. Like, like, <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> I'm hyper. I'm going to kill you now. I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like i'm a kitty
1: <laughs> notice me day notice notice notice
0: right that's it's like similar to like for for river whenever she is uh like she'll sometimes like have her, like her eyes bug like that and so we we always you know we do voices for our dogs you know it's a normal thing to do and so like <laughs> we uh <laughs> and so like she'll she'll like have her eyes and we'll be like mm. Like That's like the sound that she's just making like internally in our heads. It's I just like, want to
1: ask you if that's a normal thing in your mind or actually, you actually think that's normal to most people.
0: <laughs> oh, whether people agree with it or not, it is a normal thing. Because if you don't <laughs> do that, if you don't make animal, you know, if you don't create animal characters, what are you doing with your life? That's what I have to ask. <laughs> yes, Father Luca, exactly. Like Gandalf sleeping with her eyes open. <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah it's normal it's totally normal to to give voices to pets
1: it's fun to be around animals and (laughs) i'm post i'm posting stuff and it's like bison herds and pronghorn and all that stuff and then i'm sitting there coming home and holding this little mongrel cat in my arms going i love you and she's like you gave attention to other animals
0: how dare you? supposed
1: to be the only thing in your world. And it's like, but you're common. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she's not really, she's part Mao and Siamese. So she's really yeah. not
0: common, but at the but same yeah. time, you know. Much, much more common than the ones you had, you know. Yeah, that's like with, with my dogs. Whenever I, I've, you know, been at another person's house that has dogs or cats or anything, they just immediately smell it. So there's immediately like, just like, it's like, it's almost like an interrogation. They're just like, where were you? <laughs> What what exactly is going on?
1: My favorite bookstore I go to all the time is actually in this old house off of the college down in Iowa City, which they call the Haunted Bookstore. And it's actually built into this old, old house. Yeah. And she's got three cats that roam in the property and help keep bugs and rodents out and stuff like that so they won't get any issues for the customers
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they have their little beds throughout the book nooks where they'll come curl up next to the customers and beg for attention and she has signs warning people they're in there don't look get out if you have problems with allergies we will have to do something for you stuff like that but i mean they're there they're you're interacting with them when you're in there and mm-hmm. I'll go in there and I'll spend hours digging through books and picking stuff out and writing off in one of the corners and stuff like that. And I'll come home and my cats will be sitting looking at me like, "We know you, you traitor. You?
0: Yeah, you smell <laughs> like know. other
1: cats. We're going to kill you in your sleep, you traitor. <laughs> That's the look, you know."
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the. Um... Uh, Greta, who is uh, is a a friend of mine from New Orleans, who's she you know she's been in the chat several times. She has a a channel that she hasn't been able to do a lot of videos for. Um, but one of the things that she posted on her channel was a a film that she had done uh, when we were in college, and she uh, basically wrote a story about uh, about cats because she she's like she was like cat lady. Like there was cat stray cats. She adopted like one or two of them. Um, and so she made a story about the cats and essentially of a, of killer cats is what the story ended up being. And so anytime you say like, I, I'm going to kill you just sleep, it's like, yep, that's exactly, that's the plot from, from that film. <laughs> uh,
1: there's one other thing I want to show you just because still too many people who don't, turkeys can fly, which it's only, yes, yeah, so it's only, um, domesticated farm ones that can't because they've lost a lot of their muscle function.
0: That makes sense.
1: And this is the perfect video to exemplify that. Um, I named it Turkey tree. So that should give you a clue. And this was recorded two days ago.
0: All right. Let's see. I said open link. Where did it open to? Oh boy. I put open link, and 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 it's not going anywhere. Now I'm concerned. It Where shouldn't
1: it? have any issues. I mean, is it it's showing it fine to. to me, and I clicked it. It, no, right it was it was a
0: Discord thing. It was a Discord <laughs> thing. All right, Discord
1: guess. gets weird sometimes.
0: Yeah.
2: When oh I call goodness. this turkey. wow! I'm
1: literally not kidding, and you can see them flying in and out of the tree while I'm recording. Wow. And this is actually about a mile down the road from my mom's house here. So
0: <laughs>
2: they look so weird though.
0: <laughs> like it looks very unnatural.
1: <laughs> Isn't it kind of feel like a tree full of beach balls? Uh- <laughs> it
0: does. I think that's the other reason too is because most They're people so are just so used to seeing the domesticated, mm-hmm. right? And like <laughs> we were so used to <laughs> Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> thank god Hitchcock did not know about flying turkeys I know imagine the birds but instead with these giant giant birds
1: well I, I always saw that movie if you took Hitchcock's birds and you took like large waterfowl turkeys and hens and predator birds and stuff and had them instead it'd be a lot creepier honestly oh yeah But um, that
0: movie still freaks me out though I mean I get to the point especially where they show the one guy with his eyes out, and I'm like, nope. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it. Even with the bad green screen effects and, and everything like that, I'm just like, nope. Creeps me out.
1: But yeah, I mean, I, I, I laugh when I watch turkeys fly because it feels like this little bird trying to carry a beach ball. I know.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my to goodness. To be fair,
1: they don't fly usually hmm. they don't have a good longevity it's fly for like 10 15 minutes is usually the most they try to do
0: okay so i guess so they're not my mig- <laughs> they're, they're migratory. not migratory but yeah. they do
1: fly around and climb up and stuff and get into things I say
0: well you had a whole tree full of them i mean goodness gracious that's just i, I still can't get over how unnatural think, they looked because of how big time they are. we got
1: here last night and it was too dark to record another clip it was five trees there. We're all completely full of them.
0: Wow. Now I guess the big question is, what tastes better, wild turkey or domesticated turkey?
1: Wild, and I don't like turkey at all, but wild's better than the domestic. And mm-hmm. my family's about to come in the door. This is gonna be a thing. Okay. <laughs> <I'll> talk <laughs> for a well, minute while I mute and see what's going on with them. Okay, <laughs> gotcha.
0: <laughs> for sure. Uh, so for everyone who is hanging out today, thank y'all very very much for for being awesome and for your questions as you all know chosen stream always is, is showing love to the chosen members uh those who continue to support uh the channel as chosen members and uh again shout out to for those chosen members that that i've seen around but have we're not able to join today so uh mr roy he was here earlier for for father luca as well uh for laura the mother major general of the channel and uh Again, thank y'all very much. And Matt317, he was also in the Discord saying that he was not able to join either today. Um, but hopefully you are doing well, good sir. How's everything going, Rosetta?
1: Oh, just fine. They're in the other room for now. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well, if, if you need to head out.
1: We've kind of dipped into half of the stuff I've been watching and doing and the moments I've had a break the last month anyways in this conversation. I know, it's right? It's <laughs> kind of been really interesting here. Ornery. Was- what are you up to, you little crazy oh, no. cat? I see those eyes.
0: Oh, no. Ornery's like, I got something planned.
1: What are you doing?
0: What's going on, Bruce? Was there anything that you wanted to mention or, or share uh, with your family home?
1: Um, pray for me. I have to keep dealing with them. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean to say. No, Ornery has got that look in her eyes like, I want to cause trouble. She's really got that look right now. She just woke when and they came in and her eyes went to hee hee hee
0: mode. Oh, boy.
1: So she's like sitting on the chair in front of me with these eyes staring off.
0: Oh, yeah, let me pull pull that up. (laughs) She's like, I'm
1: going to cause trouble any minute here. Just stop looking at me for a minute.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that that's actually really good <laughs> that is the
1: i am up to evil look
0: <laughs> just look away for one moment one moment and i i will be
1: <laughs> i will be god i've got plans i
0: mean <laughs> <laughs> uh but of course you know uh any, you know any updates uh with the youtube channel has you know congratulations again on on well, monetization is good
1: i just hit about 1400s today so it's still going up um and don't get to stream often right now dealing with family so it's like once or twice a week every so often i do something but i am trying to you know i have a video program to upload every day for the next few months for a reason and then i'm trying to just add shorts as i can Mm -hmm. when i have a little time to do it so there's still little Mostly little animal clips and crazy nature stuff being shared over the next few months. So, yeah. to those who like that stuff, that's the time to hang out. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you got little kitties, you know, mm-hmm. kitties and pretty jazzy kitty. I'm jazzy. She was fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I get, like memories. Scroll through my videos of about a week or two ago. I actually posted one that was a. Sl- Slowed down a little Aww. bit of ornery when she was a kitten playing and stuff like that. Yeah, see.
0: Oh, before 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 she became uh evil?
1: Oh no, she was born evil. <laughs> That's her when she was about three and a half months old, so that I had to slow it down so you could even see the movement. She completely blurred the camera.
0: Wow. Boy, I look like that little kitty. It's a pretty kitty.
1: She's got, like, kill mode was, like, activated.
0: This is mine. (laughs) I will eat it. Oh, there are the eyes, yeah. It's still
1: obviously ornery, even though the build is a bit different because of the kitten time.
0: I must eat you. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: I love it. That's adorable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's an interesting little character, Yeah. (laughs) but i've got like swan videos and some of them are like slowed down where you can see them actually flapping the wings out and stretching and slow-mo and stuff like that nice it's like in just weird kichi interesting things and Mm -hmm. herons fishing and eating the fish and stuff like that stuff like that yeah fun nature
0: fun stuff yeah uh where are things how are things going with the eagles book um
1: if i could ever get my computer replaced i'll get it finished and out it's oh, locked no. right now at a computer that doesn't work right. That's in another state, and I have to oh. replace it.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
1: Because my time, I finally got all this stuff caught up to the point where I could go home and try to work on it. I've barely been able to be home more than yeah, a little time for the last couple of years. Um, I finally got home for a few months, and my computer quit working right and was crashing like every ten minutes. On oh me and no, stuff. and that's right because
0: you need the program to. to to work with and the
1: program eats up memory because it's designed to keep all these multiple pages open at once you can switch between them and build and redesign off each other and still see them in the background as you're designing the page you can theme it all together and it's a really good program but it any book programs like that designed to help you theme the pages together and stuff suck memory Mm. and so it's my computer's barely working even to open up basic word files anymore.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: And because of the kind of technology I need to do the photography, the editing and the books and stuff, I need a several thousand dollar computer. <sighs> so it's like I don't know what to do right now. My husband's already figured out what computer he could get me. Mm-hmm. But basically the cheapest version of what I need is gonna be about twenty five hundred.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. For for a laptop or for because you could for, probably do a desktop. I mean,
1: yeah, it's a desktop.
0: Oh, desktop. Uh, okay.
1: I Because I have to have multiple ports for all the things I do. Because of the stuff I do with the cameras and the art streams and everything. There's so many things I have to be able to interact with and run and function at the same time. That okay. it needs this much more ports and plugs and stuff like that. And those are more expensive on computers today.
0: Hmm. Y'all should look into trying to maybe do like a custom build. You no, might he, be able that to is some. where he
1: looked into some of it. Okay, a lot of them are worse than that.
0: Because um, a, a lot of these, uh, there's a lot of really great tutorials on, you know, on the building of computers. But what's always I've always found interesting is that a lot of the things that you would typically need for things like gaming, you actually also need and utilize with a lot of, uh, you know, editing, work, and editing, art, editing. stuff like that. Graphic and, work there's, and, some, and there's some there's yeah. some pretty good tutorials about like six. Hundred to a thousand dollar like computers that can handle uh, a lot of these things, so might be worth looking into. Because I know that Ryzen's platforms, especially um,
1: it, what he can find is even the ones built so that you can add all these plugs to them, even for build it yourself. Each plug adds cost to it significantly, and you have to buy specialized casings with more strip points and other stuff to build them into, and mm. it's still expensive when you're trying to do a lot of. Plug in systems and functions. And if you're trying to do a lot of Bluetooth, they start actually causing errors with each other if you have more than a few things at once going. So mm. it's just kind of fun trying to make it fix. And
0: yeah,
1: I was they're going, I'm starting to get some donations. Maybe, maybe I could use those and get the computer. And then no, yeah, things happened and my donations already claimed for helping the family. So,
0: mm.
1: so much for all those
0: supers I got. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then after, you know, Mama Susan takes her 30% cut, you know, and then. I mean,
1: I mean I'm mean, i not going to lie. I actually was really surprised because the amount of people who chipped in and sent stuff and sent me support means even after she took her chunk and I take out the taxes, I've still got about 200. I can transfer over to the bank here in a few. Okay. But that's already claimed family. So,
0: yeah. Well, you know, family <laughs> does, you know, it, you know, family ultimately it has to come first, you know. It's, it's yeah. the, the closest things it, that it we just have stinks and...
1: because this is my passion. Oh, yeah. It's my love. It's my art. Yeah. And it's like stuck in a limbo. I can't fix, I still have the projects going, but I can't do the rest of it. It's like with the pin ups, I'm mm-hmm. doing a lot of it by hand. Yes. But a, I can't do the, by hand stuff here at my mom's house. She has too little space. B when I'm home working. I still do final edits on the computer, I still do all this programming, I'm still trying to design the book through the same basic program. I can't do it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: without that computer function stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it's like driving me insane. It's driving me so crazy. Yeah, I want my program running again, because it was a good program. It worked well. It did so well.
0: One of the other things I know it's just recently, it's recently started. Um, so I don't know exactly how well or efficiently it works, but Microsoft has started this new thing where, um, you actually can, like, instead of, you know, outright buying a brand new computer, it's like a, it's like a monthly subscription and you can actually,
1: I don't give any business ability to have any control over me.
0: (laughs) Well, no, no, no. It's, 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 but it's basically what you're doing though, is it's allowing you through internet so as long as you have as long as you have decent internet connection um it basically you are subscribing to like server space and so you can say okay i need this type of graphics card i need this type of like these types of resources and then basically it, it'll, it'll price out like what you, so instead of again, having to save up and, and buy, you know, like this computer, you could theoretically, you could, you know, you know, determine, okay, these, this is the amount of time that I would need. This is the amount of power that would, that I would need to be able to get me there. And you could do something like that, right? Because I think that actually is becoming something that is uh, people that are looking into as a, as an alternative option.
1: All I know is life needs to get less crazy and chaotic for at least a month or two. Yeah. Please. This this last few years has been crazy as hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm making
1: uh, soda. How often do you even see me do that? I mean, come on.
0: I was, that's true. Um, let's see. Uh oh, Laura said I was about to log in, but then the big dog started fighting. No. I'm sorry to hear that, Laura. I'll listen to the stream later. Have a good hey, good luck with the dogs, Laura. We love Sorry,
1: you, sweetie. You it's a rough day.
0: Yeah, seriously. Ugh. I mean, dealing I mean cuz she always is is having to deal with the, you know, the lawn person, right? The lawn you guy. Even uh,
1: think about it, Athena.
0: <laughs> oh, now now Athena is scheming too.
1: Yeah, Athena is staring at Ornery's tail and twitching her paws. Oh. You leave her alone, you psychotic little bully. <laughs>
0: So both of them are psychotic.
1: Ornery is psychotic to other things. Athena's the bully.
0: Oh, no. That's she not tortures Ornery. Nice. Oh, that's not very nice, <laughs> Athena.
1: I said, we were going to psychotic little bully, and she's giving me these big eyes like, what? You Don't you me. call me that.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to uh, shout out? Um,
1: just going to keep trying to push the nature stuff. And I will say, and I'm not the person to usually give credit to YouTube. You know this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, how many times have I criticized YouTube? Yes. I actually really think it's really good that they've actually opened up so you can send people super chats and stuff on videos and shorts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, you look at both small and big creators. There's a lot of people who, because of the kind of stuff they do, they're not stream people they can't stream them often with their issues or because of the kinds of videos they do they're not eligible to monetize the videos and so even some of them have millions of subs and all they'd ever get was a few sponsor amounts here and there Mm -hmm. I think at least this way those who are really working hard can get something back you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and so as much as I criticize YouTube and I still will and I will still say YouTube sucks any chance I get but I have to give it credit because that actually will help a lot of creators who sh- have struggled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was that it, the fact that it took them as long as it did though, to roll it out. Cause that's something they've actually had for like a couple of years. And they were like, we're just slowly rolling it out. And it was like,
1: "Oh no, no, get me wrong. They took way yeah. too long and they way too much. And they, yep. They should have been something that was automatic when they added super chats at all. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, yep. but I will still give them credit. It is a benefit to those of us who are trying to make ends meet and still do this stuff for people and still entertain people when we can and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a still a benefit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I always give credit where credit's due. Um, but at the same time, you know, there, all that's going on. And for anyone who, who watched the, the Raven award nominations from the other day, Uh, that video got, uh, copyright claimed of course, but, uh, no strikes or anything like that, but just, it's just always frustrating to have to, you know, be like, come on. It's like, yes, I showed a clip, but it was something that I got literally from YouTube. And also it was within the context of like a two hour stream. And it was, I know. uh, uh, again, oh, no, no. Fair fair use to the T. But then they always give you that very scary language. So you 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 the first time you, you dispute it, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it is what it is. But then if they deny it, right, then all of a sudden it's well now you can, you know, appeal it, but just just know that this could result in a strike, and it's like, okay, so this is not actually gonna be a legal decision. This is gonna be you deeming whether or not you wanna actually, you know, stick up for your creators or whether you just want to and bow down to the, I
1: got a stupid claim. My monetization stream, which was like almost seven hours or seven hours something or something. Yeah. I get one stupid little claim and it was literally for background music on memes of destruction for like 10 seconds. Yep. Like, You've got to be freaking kidding me. Yep. How did it even pick that up in the background behind several people talking?
0: Because that's how much time and money they spend on developing these algorithms.
1: It's... And this one was apparently very openly because the company that was connected to the sound is kind of known for being pricks and wanting money off anyone who ever listens to it at all, which was Sony stuff, you know, that they're known for this. They've done this to people before. Yeah. They've put claims on people's birthday parties to their kids, you know so every, everyone it wasn't even that it was like mm-hmm. somebody in the room next to him played a song music, for a few yeah. seconds and stuff and it's like so they're kind of known for being that anyways but I'm, so they're going why would i fight this you can't touch my super chats it doesn't actually hurt the channel and nobody's re-watching these very often at most you might make three cents off me in the future for crap's sakes i'm not going to deal with you yeah just go away you know <laughs> but i mean <laughs>
0: And the words of Critical thinker, just go away now.
1: <laughs> the one that kills me is I keep getting claims no matter what I do on my weekly comic stream. Mm. They're trying to hit and claim the um, promotion videos for the indie comic groups. And Weird. I happen to know every person who we have the promotion videos to wrote and created and played their own music. Yeah. And they keep trying to claim it saying that it's being owned by these big companies or these big metal bands. It's like, no, it's not. Hmm. This is nobody else's music. This is theirs. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's the same general style as some of those bands does not mean it's their music. Yeah. So that one, even though it's not financially doing anything to me, it's still ticking me off because they're striking and going after these people who created their own stuff, being responsible. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. mm Hmm. I do ridiculous what's up orange chat how's it going good sir sort of late saturday mornings are busy for me slightly oh no problem yeah. at all um but uh anyway i think that's um I, I imagine you probably want to get to your family <laughs> i won't say anything uh but you can support uh rosetta over at her twitter at uh, rose queen one eagle rider um and of course also on her youtube channel as well at rosetta allen which is also labeled eagle rider as well
1: which is mostly nature stuff with some art and comic stuff thrown in (laughs) let's be honest
0: yeah but uh yeah any any last things you want to say before we we wrap things up
1: my cats are insane
0: (laughs) something that we didn't already know (laughs)
1: I was going to say, I'm insane, but you just said didn't already know, so let me think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, now I'm intrigued. Now I'm thinking.
1: It's like, wait a minute, something you guys don't know already. Hmm. I'm pretty open with this community, so just mm-hmm. follow my stuff and keep track of things. And th- the Red Bubble is still there. You can find the information for it, you can share it gets shared off and on. I'm still streaming when I can. And yeah, the Nature Shorts. Yes, they're easy to post, but there's a lot of work behind what I'm sharing with them. If they do look like just little cute clips because mm-hmm. there's travel expenses, going places and stuff. So check them out, share them. The more they get hit, the more subs I get, and the more I can get some things when I do the streams. So it does help.
0: There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. And can, and can help you get the, get the computer you that you need to finish You can your see work. right
1: there the yearling elk actually bathing in the water there, the green one down a little bit.
0: Oh, this one. Oh.
1: That's out of the habitat I go visit.
0: No. <laughs> I guess you could define that as as bathing. Oh,
1: no, that's how they do it. They rub themselves in the water while they're sitting in it.
0: Okay. It's just, it's just that he's not doing <laughs> It's just really cute because it's just like, he's just like, I'm just, you know, just chilling. I'm
1: just going to be in the water like rub, 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 get a little duck off my face. The- you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's about what they do.
0: Uh, that's fantastic. Well, Rosetta, thank you as always for for joining on the on Chosen of Valhalla streams and uh, to all of the other Chosen members that were not able to make it. Uh, I thank you all to you as well for, for, again, continuing to support the channel. Um, and really hope that y'all are able to, to, you know, be able to, hopefully next month we're able to, uh, you know, work things out better time wise. Uh, Mr. Roy, I know, especially his crazy work schedule, uh, hopefully we can finally get, get finally we can figure out a, a hole in that work schedule. Mr. Roy um, as, as father Luca is, is coming in here as well to say, have a good weekend and hope uh, to be able to join for the next Valhalla stream. Absolutely father. Uh, and obviously we're, we're dealing with time zone uh, issues when it comes to, to Father Luca. So thank you for, for all the support from, from, from the European uh, union. Uh, but anyway, uh, any last words, Rosetta?
1: I bet you good day I bet you wish day. I
2: can come and you.
0: There it is. Absolutely. So thank you all very much for your love and support. Please make sure if you have not yet voted for this year's Wednesday Raven Awards that you go ahead and do so. Uh, it actually got a pretty good shout last night on Friday Night Tights uh, because Jeremy is very happy. <laughs> He's very proud of being nominated for Shill of the Year. Uh, and the fact that he's in the same category as John Campia, so we had a good influx of like a good like thirty people, like so like <laughs> we're at almost 120 people, which is vastly more than the people who actually nominated things. So if you have not voted, I've just dropped the link to that in in the chat. Um, and vote for again, Jeremy.
1: Vote for Jeremy. Yes. Do, um, it.
0: Do, it. do it. I don't know. Part of me is like yes, but then also I would love. I would be. I, it would be hilarious if John Campia beat him. <laughs> to be like jeremy how does it feel how does it feel that like you we, lost to john campia
1: <laughs> i think either way we could have a lot of fun with this one
0: oh for sure absolutely a lot of different ways uh for that one um but yeah it's and it's been awesome to look at uh many of the different responses uh you know there are some things that are not a surprise there are some things where they're like neck and neck so pretty much you know as as, as always said uh but i can guarantee and. and Clarify that it is absolutely true. In this case, every vote will matter uh, for the for the Raven Awards this year. Uh, so, if you're very passionate about something, uh, not only should you vote, but also share the link with others that you think might be able to to help those those uh, either movies or those uh, people or you know causes, whatever it might be uh whatever it is that you want to support uh go ahead and uh you know click on that link and and vote so oh anyway with all that being said i want to say again another huge thank you to rosetta for for joining me on stream today uh for this great conversation and uh hopefully everyone in the chat as well had a good time as carrie pan just said which says shill that yeah (laughs) absolutely i will shill it i will shill it um but anyway, no, thank you again.
1: Hey, I will still it. And uh, what we need to do is like edit that sound. So it sounds like it's Jeremy saying it and then play that as we're voting.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. And I, I am actually working on something fun. Uh, so something that I used to do uh, with the, with the Oscars when, when I used to care was something called Oscars bowling. Cause they used to have 24 categories. And if you rank your, uh, your choices and you start off with 24 and that's the point value you give to something that you're very confident, right? Your choice is confident in it's 24 points. And if let's say you were to predict every category, you would get a 300. So it's a bowling score. So it was called Oscars bowling. So I'm actually in the process of forming a ballot right now to do Ravens bowling. And the concept will be the same where people will be able to not, you know, put who they want to win, but who they think is going to win And I'm working out how to make it so that the top three people that have the highest scores um, can win uh, some, some 4Ks, some Blu-rays, digital codes, whatever it is that, you know, people might be interested in. Uh, So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be dropping that probably a little bit later because I want to try and not confuse things too much. Um, So that will probably be closer to the actual Raven Awards show. Um, but, uh, but that will be fun, I think too, for people to not put who they want to win, uh, but people who they, you know, what they think is going to happen, what they think is going to happen and how confident they are, right? People who for show of the year think that, uh, that Jeremy is, is going to win it, right? They put it for 24 points, but somehow, some way. Uh, you know, John Campy pulls it out, right? That would be a loss of 24 points, can you can know, and,
1: nobody wants Campy to pull it out.
0: Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just going to not even talk about anything related to that because goodness gracious. No. Uh, <laughs> but be on the lookout for that. If that's something that sounds interesting, that is going to be, uh, it's going to be made into a, a giveaway event as well uh, for the top vote getters. So.
1: Lord, I apologize for
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) You better. Anyway, thank you. Thank you again, Rosetta. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Please make sure to smash the like button. Lab that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. Uh, For anyone who typically watches on Rumble, uh, I was having issues getting that link created. Uh, so this will eventually be live on Rumble as I have my YouTube channel backed up to that platform. And so if you're watching this on Rumble after the fact, the reason why it was not on was because of that. No stream tonight. Again, whenever I do my chosen streams, um, I try to not overstream, And so I will uh, not be having the typical Saturday evening stream tonight. So that was put out on all the social posts uh, for the link for this uh, for this stream. And then also my my mama's coming in. Uh, she will probably be landing in about an hour or so. Uh, so obviously I want to get ready for that and uh, because of that my wife and I are going to go grab some you know, dinner have a night out um, so anyway I will see everyone again on Tuesday where I'm sure we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about and of course tomorrow I'll have my my box office breakdown video talking about uh, <laughs> how much money Avatar's made this week which I'm sure everyone is just always so it's always great to see the comments on that one because there's some people who have my back and then there's other people who are you know <laughs> <laughs> i thought that you would appreciate
1: that <laughs> i didn't i tirade about cameron you should be happy
0: hey because i have a, a long one.
1: one about no i have a long one about him i would want to do oh but when, especially when you get into the racist stuff he said about my tribe before
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right yeah
1: i have quite a rant about him oh yeah i'm still trying to figure out how i can do that rant without slipping and swearing on your errands
0: <laughs> well that might be something to, to contemplate. maybe, maybe like I writing will it down I tell
1: you that Grand Gateway the stupid hotel that did all that stuff which should have been shut down honestly by the feds for all the illegal things they did but they were one of the high end hotels in the area for decades mm. where even mm. in winter they were pulling in well over 100 a night in the 90s um they are right now selling rooms for under 20 a night and can't get them to sell
2: wow
0: <laughs> dang
1: <laughs> i'm kind of enjoying that one i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i've enjoying that one way more than i probably should try to be a good christian girl but <laughs> it's funny it's so funny they did it to themselves being racist trash and i'm not sorry they're going through it
0: yeah Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's just like with all the stuff going on with, you know, with you know, Duck Fisney, you know, and all the things. At least you said it trying. correctly this time. I did. I. That's why I took time to <laughs> t- to think and consider it very carefully because I don't want the slip up that happened, you know, uh, last year to happen again. Uh, but you know me, I will
1: always give you crap about that. Oh, maybe. I know you
0: will. You'll never forget. Uh, <laughs> but everything going on with the whole galactic cruiser thing and um i'm just upset that they're that they've closed splash mountain i just it's just ah breaks my heart but anyway thank you all very much for for hanging out today um as i was uh, about to close up i i realized that i had not uploaded the because obviously i normally do my uh, stream through obs but for the for the uh, chosen streams, for any time I have people on, I use the you know studio using uh, restream, and I have not actually uploaded the January shoutouts video, so it's just processing right now. And so as soon <laughs> as it's finished, I'll go ahead and uh, and hit that to to close this out. But seriously, everyone, thank you again for the love, for the support um, today, and for this past year. Uh, again, it's it's been very interesting to see things in the avatar era, and I cannot wait for another film to finally come out so that I don't have to talk about it as the highest grossing film of, of the weekend anymore. Uh, but with that being said, thank you for being here. Thank you to Rosetta. And as always, God
2: bless and now for a huge shout out to all of my January Patreon Subscribestar and Locals members at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above starting off with my Patreon members Father Luca Illich, Garrett Searles Haimir Irie Heimason, Joe Horn Jonathan Carney, Orange Hat Reviews who you can check out on his YouTube channel Orange Hat Reviews, Rosetta Allen who you can check out at her YouTube channel Eagle Rider, and Miss Martin Muses who you can check out at her YouTube channel Miss Martin Muses, and of course the amazing Empress of the Universe, Tina B, who you can check out over on her youtube channel tina b with her show soup to nuts which she does um tries to tries to do every single week with her friend and with fellow uh valkyrie and fellow mod of the channel stephanie b and also a special shout out to the modern major general of the channel laura story thank you again for joining and of course, I do want to give a special shout-out to Tina B and make sure that everyone knows that our prayers are being extended towards her as she continues to recover from complications that have occurred uh, recently with her medically and has resulted in a loss of eyesight, or at the very least, of, of more clear eyesight, so to continue to offer our prayers for her. Also, a shout-out to my subscribe star, Matt 317 who can check out on his Twitch channel by the same name, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, J-Rod, the Beer Guru, and Z-K-Man, who you can check out over at XTheBoundaries.co, and last. To my locals members, Miss Minnesota Hockey fan, how about a hockey player, J.H. Schwalbach, Brett D90, and the amazing lawyer Brett. Oh, sorry, and the amazing lawyer, Robert Barnes. So thank you all very much for supporting me on Local, subscribe, star, and Patreon. If you want your name, shout out at the end of every live stream and video. Please check out the top link in the video description below where you get access to this and also, of course, to a monthly podcast that I do with John the Flick Plickinger. Also access to a Giveaways channel on my Discord where I give away films. This month I've got films like Seven Samurai on Blu-ray from the Criterion Collection to give away The Banshees of Nishirin, Tommy Boy Steelbook, Edge of Tomorrow 4K, and tons of other 4Ks and Steelbooks as they get released over the next month. We'll be available. And also, of course, digital codes as well. So if that any of that sounds interesting to you, check out that top link and join over on Patreon, Subscribestar, or on Locals. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.